0: Welcome to The Journey of You, where we equip you to think with purpose, empower you to act in purpose, and encourage you to live on purpose. Hi, I'm Tonya. I love to learn and I love to teach. As a coach, I get to do both. I get to learn about you and about the ways that I can help you. Then I get to teach you how to reach those goals you've set for yourself. Infidelity in my marriage has affected me unlike anything else that I have experienced. It stripped me of my confidence and self-worth and caused a level of insecurity that wasn't there before. I lost sight of who I was as a woman before I ever became a wife or a mother. But through God's love and grace, I slowly began to see myself as he sees me. Loved, chosen, accepted enough, worth dying for. I realized that my identity was solely in Christ, not in a man or his actions, or his search to validate things in him that had nothing to do with me. I matter, and so do you. That's why I want to help you see yourself the way that God sees you, one mindset shift at a time. In order for you to get started today, you can go to www.thejourneyofyou.net forward slash five truths. Again, it's www.thejourneyofyou.net forward slash five truths. And let's get you started thinking with purpose today. Hello, Journey of You family, and welcome to today's show. We are so excited to be talking with my friend, Jay Walltower. I cannot wait for you all to hear her story and her journey, just a little bit about her. She's from Minnesota. She's married with two kiddos, and she's a clinical project manager, and her journey, oh my gosh, you're going to get so much out of it. So I'm going to give her a chance to introduce herself, and then we'll go from there. So, Jay?
1: Hi, Tonya. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited just to be here, to just have a conversation with you, have a conversation with ladies and um, women, mothers, and the same place that we are, and just talking about how we get through this thing called life. And um, just to add on to um, what Tonya already shared about me, um, I'm married, two kids. I have a 17-year-old son and a 12-year-old daughter, going on 25, but love it all. Uh, Originally born and raised um, from Minneapolis, Minnesota, but recent not recently, it still feels like yesterday, but actually relocated um, here to Atlanta back in 2008. So Atlanta is really um, our new home. And uh, currently I am working as a clinical project manager, um, but there's also a lot of Other uh, hobbies, I should say that I've definitely dived into and have um, enjoyed that extension of my life as well, and hoping that um, just through this journey that I can, you know, do more of those things that I um, truly love as well. Thank you.
0: Then you talk about your hobbies outside of working. How has that been in terms of your journey of kind of pinpointing what those hobbies are or what you really enjoy doing, even outside of your work world?
1: Yes. So um, it's interesting, right? Uh, When you're a young girl and you're getting ready to enter high school, that's kind of like your last um, go at, um, uh, let me figure out what I want to do before we eventually enter into college. So a lot of times the hobbies that we have are just focused on what can I do to have fun? Not really looking at ways to have money. (laughs) down the line. So you're really just building up, you know, to the point where um, you're feeling like I need to define what I want to do in the future so I can go to college and visually make money doing that. So of course, my focus has always been, um, you know, in that vein. And so um, after I graduated high school, I did attend uh, the University of Minnesota and it was Purely focus on my career. There were things that I volunteered um, to do, whether it was tutoring, um, you know, high school students, or volunteering um, with like local um, emergency service uh, emergency service uh, uh, program. Um, I really, you know, didn't really pay my hobbies a lot of attention. And years go on and down the line, you realize how much time you actually spend doing. You know, your hobbies, the things that you enjoy doing, your outlets. And really, a lot of times those were the areas that you were probably, you know, more um, creative. Uh, But I just kind of gave it up along the way. And it really wasn't until recently as I kind of hit another milestone in my age where I'm like, hold on. (laughs) I'm doing a lot of working and very little play. And that's when I really realized that um, something was off with that, not only in the fact that I was on this journey to, you know, um, um, have a career, but also as I was going um, along my journey in that, I was also in this journey in my spiritual life as well to... Um, you know, to mirror whatever it is, whatever it was that I felt God was wanting me to do that, it was aligning with my career as well. So that's kind of like a whole nother conversation, but (laughs) it's been a journey to say the least and getting back to a place where I feel like my hobbies and the things that I enjoy doing are just as important as the job that I do to provide um, for my family.
0: Definitely, definitely. And even like you talked about with your career in college and then learning those hobbies and kind of pinpointing what you want to do even going forward, but also having family. How are you balancing even pursuing those hobbies along with your responsibilities with family and work as well?
1: Um is really just taking time, carving out time out of my busy week to focus on those hobbies. And when I say hobbies, I mean, these are really things where if I think about like, oh, if I had a few hours to do that, like that would just make my day. Like these are... I mean, these are things that I know it's a great outlet that'll help me be a better version of myself as well, because I'm not dealing with like the day to day, you know, tasks that are so demanding. I'm actually doing something that pulls out my creativity and that actually brings me joy um, in doing it. And so I think it's just being intentional. And you and I had conversation like you really had to kind of encourage me in driving that and saying like sometimes it doesn't take uh, hours to you know, to be intentional about doing the things that you, that you love. So I think when I realize how important it is, that's when I actually try to make time to, um, you know, invest more than I am investing currently in those areas so that it can become something, you know, um, more than just like a thought. It actually becomes like a part of my like routine throughout the week.
0: For sure. For sure. I'm telling you that 15 minute timer works wonders. You can get a lot done in that time. It does. <laughs> All you have is 15 minutes. You can get a lot done. Yes. Yes. And even you talking about just like the thoughts and you've thought about it, but it's like not always having that time and having to be more intentional now. As you've gone through your journey, what would you say has been the biggest, like even obstacle that you've had to overcome trying to figure out that time or even what that time should be filled with?
1: I think the biggest obstacle um, has been has been not allowing other things to take the place of what's truly important. So, you know, different people have their idea of what, um, like, the flow of the family should be. It's like God first, then it's, you know, your spouse and then children and then um, church and then work. Or some people have church and then, (laughs) you know, your spouse and so forth. So whatever that may look like for you, I think we all, you know, have decided with this. This is what works for me and my family. So whatever that is, I think just keeping that, you know, um, at the forefront. Is important, and when that gets out of whack, and and there's imbalance in there somewhere, everything else does crumble. And so I think the biggest obstacle is like being intentional in your planning and knowing that you do have a lot of time within a day and within a week to um, to spend doing those things that you love. Is just being intentional about the time, just as you're intentional about you know, clocking into work, because if you don't show up to work, you don't get paid. (laughs) Or, you you know, if you don't show up to pick your kids up or whatever from school, um, that's not good either. So there's certain things that you make sure you are present to make sure that it happens. And I think that we have to give, you know, those other things that, um, you know, God has put it put inside of our hearts, that time and that energy as well, to be able to allow them to, um, to really grow and develop into something beautiful.
0: For sure. For sure. And let's say maybe you haven't matured enough to get to that point of knowing, okay, let me be intentional about it. And, you know, if you're a woman that's listening right now and you feel like overwhelmed because you're trying to wear all those hats and feel all those things, what would you say is the best plan of action to even just get to a point of understanding that it is important to make time for those things?
1: Yes, I think um, the first step is just recognizing, A, that you are overwhelmed. Be that you are not superwoman. You can't do everything. You can't be everywhere at the same time (laughs) at all. Like that is, we just got to just accept that that will never be. And we have to know what our threshold is as well. Like, your body gives you signals to say you're doing too much, you're exhausted, you know, you're, you're stretched too thin, you can't overcommit. And it keeps giving us those warning warnings and, and, and the flags along the way. And we ignore it until sometimes it's either too late or it's totally out of control by the time we recognize that it's truly an issue. So um, being able to recognize what the issue is and call it what it is, and then from there, taking a minute to kind of step back and reflect on what it is at hand that is the issue, and coming up with um, a realistic plan to be able to allow it to to, to be more manageable, <laughs> and if not manageable, being able to say no. And so, I think once you understand that you do have the power to put, you know, like boundaries in place to be able to, like, I'd like what. A lot of people say it's just to to protect your peace, whatever that looks like for you. You have to know what that looks like. And when you have that and, you know, at the forefront, it allows you to, um, you know, to, to put everything else in place when it isn't in place and it's all a disarray or whatever. So you have to just be able to call it what it is. And then from there, I think you'll be able to clearly see what needs to happen in order to put things back in balance. Yes, I think, um, I started noticing, um, from a career perspective that, uh, I was, I was just working too much, working too much, putting a lot of hours in. And, um, over time I realized how much I was neglecting my family in that process. And, um, Once I recognized that, you know, that point in my my, um, career that I needed to do something different, it was like, it was like a breath of fresh air. Like when I thought about it, even though I physically wasn't in that position at the time, but just the thought of being there, I'm like, this is what I need to do. Now, how does it look? I don't really know. And I don't even know if it's feasible or even financially possible, (laughs) but I know this is where I want to be. And so, um, at that point, that's when I went to my, to my husband, I'm like, Hey, this is what's going on. Some things are just, it's just not working. If I continue at this rate, this is what I see happening. And I don't want that. And so with the support of him and us deciding like, what's, what's our plan, When are we going to do it? And kind of like putting, you know, some action steps down and making, you know, good, a good faith effort to meet some of those, (laughs) those steps so that the, the final, you know, result would come to pass. Um, that really helped to allow that side of my life, my career side of my life to get back on track. So with that now being on track, um, I know how it looks like now that I'm in kind of like a different, type of career, um, I know what it looks like when it starts going away. And so I'm quicker to remind myself, (laughs) remember when you were in this position, what it looked like and what it felt like and what happened? So I'm like, no, no, we're not going to go there. What do I need to do? Like, so I'm more proactive, I would say, before it gets to that point. Um, And I think also what I realized in that journey, when I felt like I was really just overextending myself, doing the most. Um, health wise, I start feeling like, okay, I'm really exhausted. Why am I exhausted? I'm tired. I don't have energy to do anything. It's like, all I do is work, 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 and so forth. Um, I started realizing that there were things that I was neglecting just physically, you know, and health wise. And like we all say at some point in our lives where it's like if I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of any anyone else and anything else. So I need to start taking care of myself better. And that's when I started kind of um, exploring just like, you know, different um Ways that I can be healthy and something that wasn't like a complicated, like 20 step process and 12 months later, this is what it's like. I don't have time for that. Like it needs to be something that's manageable. I'm all about like, is it manageable? Then I can realistically possibly meet this goal. So that's when I kind of started looking into, you know, ways to just become more healthy from a natural perspective. And that's when I started like my journey into, you know, understanding like essential oils and their health benefits and how I can switch up, you know, like my plugins, (laughs) you know, for fragrance in the house. I can start, you know, diffusing oils and I can start applying oils to help me deal with stress and to help, you know, me feel more joyful and, Things like that. And I'd like to put a disclaimer here, not for one second, that oils replace the things that I I know that um, the Lord, you know, said that he was and his promises in my life when things did come along, but also taking advantage of the natural things that God did put here on the earth for us to take advantage of to be able to aid us in our health and wellness journey, whatever that may look like. So that's kind of been... um, my journey kind of from two different angles and I'm still like in that journey as well in regards to, you know, the, the balance with my career and then just health wise being able to incorporate more um, natural things into my life to bring more of a bal- balance with less toxins. Wow. Just having more time to really um, be available for my family, like being available for my kids that they have things going on. Like now I'm available. It's not like I'm saying, oh, I got to hurry up and do this report. So I can't go to your, you know, your, your, your track meet or I can't, you know, uh, see you cheer at the football game. It's like, no, they come first now. So I put that in my calendar and then everything else comes after that. And so for me, it's so worth it. You know, even, you know, with my husband as well, getting to a point where I'm so exhausted that I can't spend quality time with him. So making sure that I'm keeping that also in check to 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 make sure that we are um in a place where we can communicate effectively and not be in this this tense place because we're so, you know, burnt out and exhausted and we don't, you know, have anything left to give to each other. So it's really and that's like a constant thing, right? Because we're taking care of everything else that needs us to take care of, you know, um, um it or whatever. And then coming back to each other to try to fill each other up. So it's like, well, we can't de- be depleted and then try to come together and, you know, impart into each other. That just doesn't work. And that, you know, that's the ongoing process, too, because we all, you know, maybe at different stages are just dealing with different things in our lives. As you get older, you start dealing with different things that you didn't deal with as a 20 year old. Um, and so life gets a little bit more real. <laughs> Um, I would say listening to your body. I mean, your your body instantly tells you, okay, you didn't get enough rest. You need to get more rest tonight. <laughs> or you shouldn't have ate that third bowl of ice cream. Now you're bloated and you got gas. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's not like a rocket scientist at all. It is it, required to kind of read some of the signals. But I mean, I think basic things is don't ignore the signs, whatever they may be subtle or loud. Um, so I think that starting where you are with just your day-to-day life is, is being, being open to whatever the signals are. And when they come at you, like really listening to them and, um, and doing the next best, best step to get yourself in a better place. So I definitely would say first and foremost, like listen to the signals. And a lot of times as simple as going to bed by 10 PM and turning off your, you know, your, your, your phone, your TV, shutting everything down um, in time so that you can, you know, um, wind down and get a good night, good, good night uh, rest so you can, you know, be effective the next day. Um, and then I would say from there, you should assess like, what is your biggest pain point? I think all of us have our own kind of like, you know, scale where like, this is really like an issue. So if that's like your main issue. Start there. Don't try to tackle everything. Like I said, we are, we don't have superpowers. Um, And so whatever that thing is, start there. And then as you work your way through that and you feel like you can tackle like another, you know, area, whether it's, you know, like health and wellness or whatever that case may be, maybe it's diet, maybe it's weight. Um, whatever that may be, tackle it in a small way and, you know, make sure your goals are realistic, realistic and that they're achievable and don't don't try to be like the next person you have to create a plan that fits you and your lifestyle and your you know whatever commitments you already have like make it like a realistic plan whatever that may be yes
0: hmm Yes. hmm hmm
1: Okay, I'm going to ask you to stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, and then just ask your question again so I can think about it. <laughs> I just need to, I didn't want to pause for a long time. I want to make sure, because I, I know you. Oh, okay, so keep going. I'm sorry, I didn't know you could do it. Okay, go ahead, Miss Nancy. All right. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite, favorite life scriptures is Proverbs three through five, right? Trust in the Lord (laughs) with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he would direct your path. God, that, I mean, that just shows so much of God's grace for us each and every day. Um, and to know, like, we don't have to have all the answers. We don't have to have it all together. Like, God is saying there's going to be things in life that you will never be able to figure out on your own. Um, or you may not have that revelation on what to do, but just really learning how to, um, rest in Him and knowing that we are leaning not on ourselves and our own strength and our own power, but really leaning on our Father. Um, and, and, and knowing that He's going to direct us through every single thing that we're going to face in life, whether it's career, family, you know, our health and all of that. God, you know, is faithful to carry us through all of those those uh, moments. And to be honest, um, in all of my, you know, um, life's journey and all of the surprises and things that I didn't expect and I thought life was going to be so perfect. Right. Um, I have learned to um, really just trust in the Lord and to um, to just rest in him and to continue to have faith in Jesus Christ and his promises and his word. And that, I will say, has carried me through every single thing, every single thing. Um, and I will continue to do that, you know, because that has worked. And his word has not come back void. And I definitely am a, am, am a living testament of that. So... <laughs> Yes. 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 It is. I mean, like I said, it's kind of having like baby faith, and then you have to have like big girl faith, and it's like, okay, I thought I was gonna have to stay a baby the whole time. Why I have to like really believe God for all of this? Um, but you're right. There's some things that is like. Like every second moment, like I got to trust you, I got to trust you, I got to trust you. But God does say that everything does work out for our good. And so even with as messy as it may seem, as detrimental, as traumatic as the situation may be, like, you know, God really does turn that out for, you know, our good and he gets the glory in the end. And a lot of times it's us shifting our minds to, um, to see God, see things in God's way. And from his perspective and to get out of ourselves and, um, you know, to, to realize that we are not dictating the story. Like we are actors in God's grand scheme, you know, um, um, of things and to keep that, you know, that 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 um, relationship in the right place so that we fully understand that it doesn't matter what it feels like and what it looks like. Because God did say we're going to have trials and tribulations Just because we're Christians doesn't mean that we are, you know, exempt. From the, the the hard things that um, life throws our way, but God says that He is faithful and He will never leave us nor forsake us, and that we have to just trust Him with all of you know our hurt and our pain and our disappointments and the unknown. Like we really have to trust Him in all of that, and He did say He's going to give us His peace that surpasses all um, you know all of our understanding. And so it's really just it's like God combats everything that the enemy throws our way. Right. And so we have to know that within our own strength, we cannot believe God for the impossible um, or can't see ourselves through a situation. But then, but know that however that situation may turn out, God is going to get the glory out of it all. When it's all said and done, God is going to get the glory. And that's the faith that we hold on to. And that faith is what, it you know, anchors us to the promises of the Lord and what his word says in that, you know, in that situation. Yeah. Amen. Mm, yes, definitely. Sure can. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time um, that you've given us, Lord, to just talk about life, talk about the reality of um, you know life happening to us, and that things you know may not always be perfect along the way, and that situations will come up that are very difficult to face and to work through and to walk through and to trust you, Lord. But God, I know that you are faithful. And so whoever is, um, you know, with us um, um, talking uh, as we talk through, you know, the different um, life uh, challenges. um, We know, Lord Jesus, that you heard all of those challenges, what I went through them and still sometimes go through them as well. But God, whoever is listening to us that has those same challenges or they may have different challenges, Lord, I know that you are faithful and God, that you hear their prayers. And so I ask God that wherever they're struggling, Lord, to trust you, God, I pray that they will lay it all down at the feet of Jesus, Lord, and that they will put aside their doubts and their fears and that they will trust you and that they will... Know that the gospel is true and that you are not a man that you will lie, Father, but every word that you have spoken, Lord, it is truth, Lord, and it brings life to every dead situation. So I pray, God, that you will continue to grow the faith of your people. God, let them trust you for the impossible. Let them know, Lord, that you will never leave them nor forsake them, Father. And I pray, God, that we will take a moment to reflect As we slow down from the busyness of life and all of the demands, but that we will slow down and reflect on who you are and all of your promises and that we will hold tight to them, Father, and believe, God, that you are working out every situation, no matter what it looks like, Lord God, you are working it out for our good and that in the end, you will be glorified. I thank you so much, Lord God, for you walking us all through this life, God and that we are seeing you always at work. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Tonya. Bless you. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. We hope that you are leaving feeling equipped to think with purpose, empowered to act in purpose, and encouraged to live on purpose. If you aren't sure where to start and you would like to have the first five truths to help you build that foundation to start thinking with purpose, head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped so that you can download those first five truths of getting you started to think with purpose and really pursuing all that God created you to be. I'm excited to do this journey with you. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.